That was a sharp intro. Listen, and we're in it. We're here. Living life. <laughs> Living, laughing, and learning. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you have one of those signs? No, but I, I definitely like, probably did in my life. I feel like didn't Zach likes those signs. Remember we <laughs> made fun of him? <laughs> I definitely had like in my first house in college, like beach, please. <laughs> we did not live near the beach at all, but I like made my house like my guys. It was a nautical theme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tropical yeah. vibes. <laughs> so bad. There's just like one sign on a wall. Said, like beach, please. And then I like hung out, hung up like, um, probably like some lays I you know, <laughs> from the dollar store after like a theme frat party or something. Yeah. That I yeah. just like got to keep. Yeah, totally. Oh my god, that's hilarious! I love people that love those signs. <laughs> what, what, Zach? Zach's mumbling in the back. Oh, he's bitter about Rachel's <laughs> ex-boyfriend. From literally. Also, like, wait, he has just had sex with. Oh, oh my! Well, god. we can't falter for the basketball guy. As somebody who likes the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, the whole basketball team. The whole basketball team. I didn't do it with them, Zach. <laughs> so just leave me alone. Whatever. Are you fucking Listen to slut- our podcast. Are, are you shaming us for having sex with people? He's the... He, first Did of I sleep with the basketball team? Yes, but this was the whole thing. Right, exactly. So I said, so I said five. Oh, see? He oh had the same reaction God, as my husband. See, oh, but yeah. I said that wasn't that many because it didn't include, like, the bench people, the <laughs> the manager, the ball boy. The ball Only boy. Only starters. That was the requirement. The ball boy. I had fucking standards. What? No, five. Oh, my. Okay. Listen. <laughs> listen to the podcast a few episodes ago. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, Zach. you have to catch up. You're interrupting this podcast. <laughs> He's exasperated by us. Oh my God. Yeah. It's this is what happens l- when we record and Zach's here. Yeah. It's He's a rough life. Although, although, he gives me whiskey. So I'm mm-hmm. happy for that. He, she is drinking. He gave you a <laughs> half a gallon of whiskey. It's actually, itself. yeah. It's a eyeball of whiskey. Which, okay, I have a question for you. Mm. Okay, tell me. So I know we're big wine people. Yes. So we're not going to talk about wine. Yeah. I mean, let's just not belabor the point. Yes. <laughs> we love wine. We really like Which, wine. Which, hold it. I finally spoke to Frank family and I switched my membership. So, so now what? I'm red only too. Oh, we're going. Yes. So we're red only because I was doing the half and half and I just don't like white. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like, I, think, just... I think what I'm going to do is like I want to do the reds for like the fall. Yes. And then switch back to the bubbles for right. the summer. Because we're getting into the winter months. Yeah. Because my reds are coming. And let me tell you, they're coming and they are not getting opened till I birth this baby. Uh, <laughs> then we'll just drink my reds until, <laughs> until we get You to guys can reds. have some. That's fine. <laughs> I'm bitter about it. Um, so bitter. This is the most bitter I've seen you in a while. Okay. So what's your favorite cocktail? Like so if you're going to have a, co- if you're going to oh, go out to a cocktail done. bar, we're going, okay, I'm going to set this stage. Are you ready? Everybody who's wait. listening, set wait. the stage. Can't wait. Okay. It's New York City. Oh, done. Okay. Love it. We just took the train. We took the subway somewhere. Okay. We're dressed cute, but not too, not heels, but we look cute. Right. Because we got to walk. so We got to walk a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crisp, a little crispy in the air. Oh. We go to a really cool cocktail, bo- oh. co- cocktail? cocktail bar. Love it. They can make anything. Mm-hmm. They use the essence. They use the whole thing. <laughs> okay. It takes five minutes to get a 
freaking drink at this place okay. and you know it's going to be good. I love that you're setting the stage because my answer is so simple. Okay, what is okay, it? Okay, it's fucking Casamigos Reposado. As many go. limes as I could hold in my hand and like a swivel of honey or agave or like some sort of sweetener. I call it Maria's Margarita. It is fucking divine. And I could mm. drink that all day. Okay. Tequila, lime, a sweet, like agave. You're a tequila gal. I am straight up tequila. Okay. If I'm not wine, if yeah, it's tequila all day, every day. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be, I feel left out because yeah. I want to be a tequila girl and everybody likes tequila. I like tequila. I just don't, I can't. You're a vodka girl. Right? I am a vodka, gin, whiskey, bourbon, <laughs> <laughs> all the others. No, okay. See, I mean, as a former bartender, she just like cracked her knuckles. She, okay. like, she is going in. I would like a really delicious two things. Oh. I, I got to give you two. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I can't pick That's one. Fine. That's fine. I'll probably order two. First, I would like a dirty martini. Oh, fuck. Yes. What kind of olives are we working I'm with? I'm already salivating. I would like blue cheese stuffed. Done. Yes. Agreed. I want it. I don't want it filthy. I want it medium dirty. Okay. I want it like me. How I like my. I want sex. it like me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Medium dirty, not like straight filth. You know. Just okay. Go ahead. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, I want it medium dirty. I want it a little dirty, but I like to taste my vodka. Yes. I don't want to be drinking yeah, yeah, all yeah. of it. It needs to be also fucking ice cold. Ice cold. Yes. Like shake me up, baby. Oh, love it. And I want it to be to the very top, so I have to lean over. <gasps> I can't pick the glass yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. I gotta. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then the other one, now I said New York and it was a little crisp out. So then I like threw myself for a wrench because I really do love a dirty martini. But I'm going to go Manhattan. Oh, okay. On That's a huge square cube of ice. The ice cube matters. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I want a rye. Uh, okay. I like it. Mm. I also could really get down with a Negroni. Uh, yeah. So well, the, there's that. here's my third one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 A really fun gin drink. Yes. I'm very into gin. Gin is good because it matches well with herbs and mm -hmm. like. I want an herby cucumbery. Yes, yes. Yeah. Rosemary. Grapefruit. Yes. Also, if you're in Miami, you gotta go to Luca, which is an Italian restaurant in the Gables. They make a bomb ass olive oil <sighs> martini. I was gonna say. I was gonna kiss. say that. That I was gonna say. Yeah. That martini is it's just, just so good. <sighs> Have you been thinking about like what you're drinking post baby? Everything. Yeah. I, I, every day I'm sure you, you think about it. You guys are going like, to have to walk me out of everything. Yeah, I think we need a no, wheelchair. I really want a dirty martini. Okay. And I also really want like a Manhattan or an old fashioned. I want like a good like whiskey drink. Um, And then I just really want some wine. Yeah. So I'm not drinking right now because I'm pregnant. Yeah, trash. Obviously. I mean, not, I mean, love the new baby, but not for me. Um, what's funny is on social, there's been a lot of hoopla lately. Do you follow Chrissy Teigen? I don't follow her, but like, I, I follow don't. Enough. Okay, so she said something recently. She had, um, she had a miscarriage, like a very late stage miscarriage a couple of years ago. She lost her baby at like four or five months. She had to give birth. Like it was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Devastating. Um, and a couple of people and she classified that as an abortion, which technically it is. And I know we recorded an episode which didn't we didn't put up because of like it just sounded like trash. But it's an episode that we will want to get to, which we're here now. So welcome. Um, 
we're not talking about abortion because you and I are very aligned on how we feel about abortion. So this isn't a political episode by any means, but I think it's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. Cause mm-hmm. I think like we said at the very, very start of this is like, we're very good friends. We have a lot of things in common and then we have a lot of things that I think are not in common and not in a bad way, but we just have different viewpoints. We grew up differently. And one of the things that I think is different about us is how we're choosing or how we classify family or what we want out of family. And for me, I never wanted children. Um, I still don't want children. I think I was sort of waiting to feel like at some point that would change and it never really did. But um, I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We tried to record this episode. I think we recorded it twice. Yeah. (laughs) And like, it was very early on in our podcast career. But honestly, I'm kind of glad we're recording it now because a few episodes ago we recorded. It was like the what what you put on your pressure you put on yes, yourself as a like woman. The should. Marry, marriage or job wise. So I think it's a good segue into this because you can talk about why um, or like maybe where the feeling of like just you don't want to have kids comes yeah. from. Yeah. And so I'll say like growing up, never was into children, was very always vocal. Like I didn't want kids and everybody around me was like, oh, you'll change your mind. You're still young, you know, whatever. I remember vividly, like I never had boyfriends growing up. I was very anti-boyfriend as a kid, as a young woman, college, never had a boyfriend. Felt like they tied me down. I hated answering to anybody or feeling like I had to answer to anybody. I met my husband in law school and I remember like thinking, I was like, okay, I knew he would be my husband because I was like, oh, I would have your babies. And I always knew like, and I said it all the time. I was like, I'm going to marry my first boyfriend because I just never dated anybody. Like I just thought dating was useless. I think it's just a waste of time. Like if I'm going to date somebody, it's going to be with the intention of marrying them because anything other than that is just like, fuck, I just want to have fun. So I met my husband. I was like, oh, I'll have your babies. And then that was it. We never really talked about having kids. Oddly enough, we got married. We, in our first year of marriage, I got pregnant. I was scared out of my mind. I remember calling my mom after I took the pregnancy test. I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know if Jaime's going to be like into this and whatever. I remember telling Jaime he was scared out of his mind. We went to the doctor's appointment. We heard a heartbeat. After that, things started turning around. I felt very connected to the baby, like physically, very emotional. I ended up having a miscarriage, had a DNC where it's it's an abortion because they have to take the baby out of you, right? But the baby's no longer alive. So it's not really a baby, but whatever, we'll call it that. Um, and I was devastated, like cried my face off, very sad. And it fucked me up for a very long time because... I was so sad about miscarrying this baby that I didn't even know that I wanted that I ended up wanting because it was like in my body. And I know you feel this. Like, I think the minute you find out you're pregnant as a woman, you're just connected to something other than yourself. And it just happens automatically really without you even wanting it to happen. Um, And I remember like being so sad for so many months and And then something shifted. I can't even say when it shifted or what happened that made it shift, but I went back to not wanting to have children. And I remember that was also a very big mind fuck for me because I was like, fuck, like 
I was 31, I think, at the time. So a lot of my friends at that time were getting pregnant. A few of my friends had had miscarriage. So I had enough people around me that had experienced loss in that way. But everybody that I knew had come out of that situation wanting children. And I had come out of the situation the complete opposite, not wanting to have children. And I'll say, like, it's a... I think you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I think you feel lonely when you're pregnant. And I think you feel lonely when you are a woman, especially who's married in a successful marriage. And I have money professionally. We were both lawyers at the time. We were doing well. We owned a house. Like we had all these reasons. It's like, why not have a kid? Like all this stuff. This is the stuff that theoretically you're waiting to happen so that you could have a kid or be ready for one. And I came out of it like, I just don't want one. But yet, I'm still sad about the one that is no longer with us. So it was like a traumatic event that I just, it's like so fucked up as women. Like, you just don't talk about miscarriage. You just don't. And I think as like, the older I got, the more secure I got about not wanting to have children, the more comfortable I felt telling people that I didn't want to have children. And obviously everybody now and then would be like, oh, Maria, like you'll change your mind. You're still young. I hate when people I say hate that. when people say that. <laughs> and it's like, I always told myself, or at least I told other people, like if I don't have kids by, thir- if I don't get pregnant by 35, I'm just going to not have children because I didn't want to be an, like an old parent, so to speak. I also wanted to retire very early and I just like hated being a lawyer. So it was just like my thing to tell other people. But I was never actively trying to get pregnant. So that was just like a false thing that you tell people to kind of shut them up. Yeah. And yeah, now I feel like I think when you're young and everybody's kind of doing what they think they should be doing with their life, which is getting married and having children, you get swept up in it. And then I found a good group of not a good group, but like I would say like three of my good girlfriends just don't have children. And two of them. One of them still married. One of them was married at the time when I met her. And they were both actively choosing not to have children. And for me, like having those friendships was very important because I felt less alone. I felt less weird. And it's funny, like one of our friends sent me an article from the Huffington Post recently. A girl was talking about how her decision not to have children and how lonely it feels and how isolating it feels and how um, people think you don't like children because you don't want them. But I would say it's it's not the complete opposite. It's not like I'm crazy about children. I like hanging out with them. I like my friends' children. I don't like all children. I like my friends' children. Um, but I also don't... I don't know what I was going to say to finish that, but I. it's not about... I, I just respect being a parent too much, mm-hmm. and I know the sacrifice parents make to raise good human beings... And I am not willing. I just don't want to give that. Like that takes a lot of fucking time and energy. And I know you could speak to this and a lot of effort and it's nonstop and it's 24 hours a day. And I, I live down here by myself. I don't have my family. Like I don't have parents down here. I don't have siblings down here. I would be very by myself. Yeah. And, and I always say this, like if I was a hundred percent in on kids, I would have kids because I think the way that my relationship with my husband is, is that a hundred percent of the childbearing would fall on me. Right. And 
And that would be okay if I was super into it. If my husband was super into it, I would get on in on it as well because then at least he'd be 100% and my 50 would like would be fine because yeah. he'd be really into it. But if we're both 50%, which is sort of what we are and what we were, and it's probably diminished since like as we get older, we're just less and less. It's like if you can't both be all in on this like human that you're raising for the rest of your fucking life, I just don't, why are you doing it? Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, this is such a, this is like another topic because it's so crazy. A lot of the people I surround myself with here don't have kids. The complete opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah, So it's so funny because I'm like, I have no mom friends. I have like a very small group, but a a good amount of them don't live here. Um, and that's just like the way that it went. It's so crazy. It's weird. Cause again, we've like tried to record this a few times, but you just said something that like brought up something in my head. So my short version of this is like the moment I was, I re- can remember I wanted to be a mom. Like always, like I always wanted to be a mom. We had foster care kids in and out of the house my whole life growing up. I always was hands-on. I loved raising children. I loved being a part of it. It takes a tribe to raise children. Um, I helped my mom change diapers, the whole thing. Like, I loved all of it. I loved the whole process. Um, And I always wanted to have kids, always. Like, there's videos of me as a little girl, like, being like, I'm going to have a thousand kids. No, I'm not. (coughs) (laughs) I'm not. uh, I'm just but then anyway, I got older, I got more independent, and then I started to get very defiant against society. I didn't want to get married. I didn't want to have kids. And it was more just because I was trying to rebel a little bit. So then, yeah. and and I wasn't really a big, I had, I was kind of a serial dater. I had three really big boyfriend or uh, partners. I never wanted to have kids with my other two boyfriends. That was never like my focus. I didn't want to get married and have kids with them. Um, and even with Zach, it was like, we... We went through this, it was like the kind of the opposite of what you're saying. Like I, anyway, when I, once we got married and I was like, you know, cause you, you're like, Oh, get married, have kids. Once we got married, um, like I, again, like I, I told him before we got married, I want children. It's a non-negotiable for me. I really want to be a mom. It, I will, I will never feel whole if I'm not like, it's just something I've always wanted to do my whole life. And I didn't want a big family because I come from a big family. I want I want a small family uh, just because like, again, like sometimes when you're from such a big family, I know people who really want a big family. Um, I want to focus on my children. Like I don't like the chaos of having a million children run around. Um, and so and that's nothing against like people with big families. It's just personally for me, like coming from six, I would like to be able to focus a little bit more of my energy on my children travel a little bit more like those are the things that I would want so I wanted a small family but um it was very important for me to have them we had to have a conversation though because we were so happy without them that Zach and I both were like this life is really good if we add children to this all the things you just said are gonna happen (laughs) you know what I'm saying like we're not gonna be able to just travel the world we're not gonna be able to do this we we have so much fun as partners like it really we really had to whoa, this is a choice we have to make now. And he, I don't want to say he didn't want kids, but he was kind of okay not. I was still the one that was like the 100% one. But I'm not going to lie if I don't say that I didn't think like shit. I mean, he's kind of right. Like we have a great life right now. The other thing for 
for me too was we didn't have kids early on because I did grow up around so many children and my brother had kids very young and I was very hands-on with my nieces and nephews that I did see how much work it took. Right. And I didn't want to just have kids to have them. Like I really wanted to want them because it is the the hardest job I've ever had because I have to take care of a little life that right. can't take care of itself. Regardless of not, if it's your kid, if it's any child, um, so anyway, that was another thing too, which is why I waited a little later in life to have kids. Yeah. Later, I put in quotes. It, right, which it really isn't late, but <laughs> yes. But what's fascinating is w- one of the things that I always questioned when I was like post miscarriage and deciding that like, yeah, I actually don't want a kid. I felt really like kind of like, fuck, I feel less of a woman and I feel like my marriage is less than because we don't, we're not raising children. Yeah. And I don't feel like that anymore just because I know how much work marriage is in general just to maintain a long-term relationship takes a lot of work and has a ton of ebbs and flows and is effort all in and of itself. But for a really long time, I was like, fuck, I was really questioning like, I'm not, I'm not like everybody else. Like I'm a little, I felt like a little defective that I really was just like, I came out of that really like a deep hole of sadness and then came out of it in such a different way that was like, no, I'm really okay with not having a kid. And my marriage is just as valid and just as important and all of those things as anybody that has a marriage that has children. Right. And then another thing to bring up in this is miscarriages are such like complex yes things because <clears throat> I got pregnant super quick had a miscarriage not exactly sure as all of us don't, don't know the answer to it but pretty sure it was like a twin situation um which is absolutely terrifying <laughs> to think about um but I wanted that baby so bad. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not, this is nothing. This is just talking about miscarriages. And then when I had that miscarriage, the fear of getting pregnant again was almost so much that I, I almost was like, I don't know if I can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure it's so, it's a mind fuck, but yes. And I was talking to my cousin because I'm pregnant again right now. I'm I'm pregnant with baby number yeah, two. Yeah, guys, have you not been listening to the podcast and you don't know this? It's like the annoying person who keeps repeating themselves <laughs> and you're like, Rachel, you know. Like, okay, but if episode 13 is your first episode. I am pregnant. Yeah, okay. fuck you. Listen to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> um, I also had a miscarriage before this one and the thought of trying to have another baby again and going through another miscarriage, like I don't know if that would happen, but like happened twice. Right. Like, you know, it's like, good god i mean the fear of like i mean we'll talk about this another day but like the process of going through pregnancy after child after that of a, even a, the loss that i had is just it fucks it all up what's fucked up even interestingly more is that people try to like lessen your loss or like 
yeah, by min- where you were yeah, like minimize it, you know. your miscarriage like and listen i found myself doing that too and it's fucked up like oh i heard a heartbeat so i should be more sad than you because right. you never heard a heartbeat or like and that's just like such a fucking awful mindset to be in or to ever question because i will say like the minute that i found out that i was pregnant i felt very connected to that baby yeah and i never even heard a heartbeat the, but the thing that you brought up a really good point though it's when you see and again like we're not going to get <clears throat> political into this and blah 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 but no matter if you want children or not no matter if you want to be pregnant or not no matter if you were expecting it or not no matter if you never thought you could get pregnant or not the second you see those two lines everything shifts yeah everything shifts because your life is either going to go one way or the other yeah and there's no in between yeah so if you, it, it, your life's going to go, actually, it's not even one way or the other. It's going one way now. Yeah. And it's good. It's getting derailed massively. Yeah. If you choose to have the baby or not, if you have a miscarriage or not, if you go all the way full term or not, there is a massive shift that happens in that moment of seeing two lines yeah. that says, I am pregnant right now in this moment. Yeah. If it's one day pregnant or the whole pregnancy. Yeah. Um. So... That's the part that, because I'm super open about my miscarriages, it, it no matter what you're going through mentally, whether you're excited or not, when you see that line or that pregnancy thing, your brain starts going, okay, well then, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like you it, start planning for like an everything. extreme future that like is not really Everything good. changes. Yeah, it's crazy. Every, your whole life flashes crazy. before your eyes. And it's funny, like I remember Jaime and I, one, I had taken plan, like I had taken plan B and I had still gotten pregnant. So we sort of like blame plan B on like the fact that I had an abortion. Who knows if that's even related. I, and I doubt it was because I fucking got pregnant and I doesn't matter. We have I, a, a friend who has a living, breathing child and they took, and took plan, plan B. B. Right. So, so like it doesn't. All right. Lesson learned. Ladies fucking plan B is not. You got to take it. You, you got to take it within the right period of time. Yes. I thought I did too, but whatever it is what it is. And sometimes it just like, doesn't <laughs> work though. Yeah. Like that little thing wants that's, the sticky poo. Yeah. That's you strong. strong. Um, but I remember like blaming myself because I had taken plan B. Right. Or blaming myself because I had such negative thoughts at the start of it. Like right. I sort of wished for this to happen. And then it's like a whole nother guilt aspect to it. Like, fuck, yeah. I should have been happy from the start. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just kind of wild. I mean, I I'm definitely comfortable talking about it now. I'm comfortable with my decision. I feel I think it's important that women especially married women. And I don't mean to call out single women, but obviously there's like, you can only make a baby one way, right? Right. Not one way, but you do need sperm and an egg, right? In that scenario, you could do it through a surrogate, IVF, artificial, natural, whatever. But you do need those two things to make the baby. Um, Society puts that, it's like first marriage, then a baby. Right. You know, it's like, well, what's wrong with them? Why don't, is she infertile or does she not? Right. Like this assumption is always something. Yeah. Even after Zach and I got married, because we got married, I was like 20, I think it was like 20 or 29. He was like 30. They're like, oh, well, here comes the babies. And we didn't have kids right away. Right. We were married for years before we said like, okay. And, you know, I got, again, like when I got pregnant, like, pretty quickly when we were trying um it was still like shocking to because I was like oh it's probably gonna take me a long time no didn't yeah and then I had a miscarriage and then we really needed to pause we needed to take a really big pause and say 
first of all, when you have a miscarriage, you never think you're going to have one. And then, you know, Zach too was like, I don't think my heart can like ache so right now because he was so freaking scared and so nervous. And then you start to get like excited. Yeah. 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 And then suddenly it's ripped out when you like what you were saying. And then the fear of like it happening again. So then when we got pregnant with Charlie, obviously I was a disaster, like a fucking disaster. That whole pregnancy, I was an anxious mess. Um, but I have always known that again, I wanted to be a mom. So the second he came into my life, I felt like there was a piece of me, like I really truly not had been missing, but that I like grew into mm-hmm. like something that I'd always wanted that I grew into Yeah, because, and I really get very upset when people are like, you don't know love until you yeah. have children or like you're missing right. out on something. And that's like what makes you feel less than totally. And I don't like that because there was a lot of life I lived without children and I loved very fiercely. Um, I will say there's just a different shift in your love as a mother because of what you just said about why you don't want kids because it's not about you anymore and your sudden shift is everything is about that person and to a a place where it becomes a little unhealthy like you have to step away from your children and make sure you're feeding your soul and filling your cup because you will just get engulfed in it and I know so many people who do and like I did we all do right um and anyway so then you know having Charlie this is really psychotic, but, and I, part of me thinks this is just like your hormones. Um, but after he was born, I knew I wanted another, I knew I wanted another baby. Like I knew I wanted him to have a sibling because Zach was like, what if we just have one? And it's like, no, I, 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 I know that whether he has another brother or sister, it doesn't matter. Um, but I knew I wanted him to have a sibling to grow up with at least one other sibling. Yeah. Um, so obviously we waited a while, a long time, like quite a while. Charlie's over two now. They'll be like two and a half years apart. And then of course, like what you were saying again, I had another miscarriage, um, right before this second pregnancy. And it was crazy because that miscarriage was, I lost even earlier. Um, which is weird. Cause again, in my head, I'm like, I should get through this a little process this quicker because it was a little earlier. And right. I think my body handled it so much great and it was less painful and like it was a shorter process no it needed to be mourned the same way it was a little thing that a little soul that I was very connected and I wanted very badly um but it was wild because (laughs) we were gonna again put some space between the miscarriage just because mentally like to get pregnant again you're like oh this is a lot and we ended up getting pregnant because I, everything was like really messed up with my ovulation. I found out I was pregnant. Long story short, I didn't even really, I look back on it, I knew I was pregnant because I'm so regular and my, my body was giving me pregnancy signs like I knew. Um, but I found out I was pregnant. I was like super early pregnant. Um, and it was terrifying because I wasn't like mentally yeah, ready. healed from that miscarriage. Like I was like, never got a period in between. Like yeah. I literally had a miscarriage was like, we're doing the whole pad thing. Cause like if you've had a miscarriage, you know, like it's not a short process. And then there was a big gap of nothing because sometimes that happens. Everything's thrown off. And that's what we kind of thought happened. Right. When it really 
how I got pregnant. <laughs> um, and it's it's like the, it was like the scariest blessing in disguise because I didn't have time to really like get scared about it. It was right. just like, oh shit, here we go it's again. Happened. Yeah, you know. Um, and then, ironically, I have eased a little bit more into this pregnancy, a little calmer. Which then sometimes I'm like, should I be calm? Is that a, right? You question I mean, yourself. Like shit. today, I was like very calm at my appointment, and I'm like, I'm too calm. I need to be more anxious. Yeah, you gotta but, be anxious um, about being anxious. But it's just interesting because I really respect people who choose not to have children because I also have, and I'm going to say this, seen so much foster care. So many people who have children just have them. I've seen so many people um, who have children because they feel like they have to and yeah. they really don't enjoy being parents and they'll never say that, but like they don't like it. They yeah. don't like being parents. I do like remember like one of my, one of a very good friend of mine was like, Maria, but you'd be a great mom. And it's like, yeah. Of course, that'd be a great mom. There's no other w- option yeah. for me if I was going to be a parent other than to be a great the fucking best, parent. Yeah. But I also know what it takes to be a great parent because I have, I had great parents. I have great parents. I am surrounded by a lot of my friends who are very present, active, and amazing parents who are raising great children. And I see what that time and effort looks like on a daily basis. And I also know that like, I could never quit my job from being law from from right. law to and be a fucking yoga instructor and have a child. Yeah. Schedule wise, yes, but like financially, I don't know if that would be in the cards for us, right? Like my life would be so different and I hate to sound I think being pregnant is super romantic and I would love to see my body go through it. And I think it's an amazing thing and it's so fucking powerful and strong and it's awesome to see what women's bodies do. That's the extent of the experience that I would want is to be pregnant. Taking care of that life for the rest of my life is just not something that I think that I would get any joy out of. You have to really understand too when you choose to have children, whether you adopt, birth them, whatnot take on a parenting role of any kind you're signing on for the rest of your life fuck i'm 38 going on 39 and still fucking call my mom every day and suck on her tit and like hey mom can i do like are you kidding me i have my own children i'm like ma'am right right no i'm telling you it It never ends it never (laughs) ends and that's the thing is like you really have to be like wow this never ends the other thing i was gonna say is for anybody ladies gentlemen anyone whoever non-binary right if you are like i don't want children right and you really don't want them that's okay right don't feel bad yeah go find friends who have kids yeah. and help them out yeah send me a dm it takes a tribe <laughs> to raise kids that's the thing i love hanging out you with charlie should not be raising children with just your partner yeah. if you even have a partner if you're especially if you're a single parent you need a tribe of people you need friends you need, if you don't have family around, you better find some friends that are family because guess what? You cannot raise your kid by yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry. It just, you shouldn't. And you, you cannot because your child needs to be exposed to other people. Other people have great things to offer your children that you cannot. And you want your children to trust others and, and really can't be confident trusting other people. That's where you can fill your mom cup. Because totally. when you want to take my kids and be a mama to them, 
go for it. Yeah. Cool I don't, aunt vibes all day. I don't <laughs> want to raise my kids alone Yeah, because I'm not going to do, it's not a good service to my kids. I want to expose my children to other people's thoughts and personalities and I want them to experience life of other people. Okay. So aunt Maria doesn't have kids. Why? Okay. Let me tell you why. Oh, maybe I feel the same way. Right. I don't want to pressure my children to have children if they really don't want them. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's like, yeah, it goes back to that whole conversation we had a few episodes ago about the should and like really going back to like, what's going to make you happy? What do you want out of your life? You know, and it's not like, fuck, I'm going to be alone when I'm old or who's going to take care of me when I'm old. Listen, my kids are going to shit my ass so quick off to a fucking rest home and guys, they'll visit me once a month. Like who the fuck cares? Also, can we we're just going to the commune, commune right? Let's yeah, yeah. All, we're, it's, every episode goes back to the commune. People are always worried about what's going to happen when you get older. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to spend all my money. Yeah. I'm not leaving my money behind. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm going to spend it all on things I don't need. We need to get on the wait list for villages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> we're, no, we should put in an application. We I'm should. not even joking. I want our houses to be right next or each other right i'm gonna get a golf cart yeah i'm gonna dress so nice when i'm old like everything's oh. gonna be gucci oh no my tits are gonna be out i'm just gonna have pasties on my nipples. oh my god just if i can go ham i bingo, can't wait it's gonna be Zach's b22 gonna- <laughs> b22 <laughs> yeah like we're just gonna the tan lines oh, under these boobs. there aren't gonna be any t- oh under the boobs yeah yeah, 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 yeah when yeah. you lift our boobs up <laughs> That's ex- actually we're gonna have to add that to the tan rotation. You know how you go like we're flip. Yeah, but now you have to lift. The okay, tit. we'll put the seat like on a decline <laughs> so things fall the other way. Reverse gravity. I wanna. I I literally <laughs> this really took a turn. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like stop worrying about who's gonna take care of you later. Take care of your fucking self. Yeah, put yourself in a. Start planning. Listen, I'm telling you, this is my plan, okay? Aside from the commune and villages, I'm always going to have a dog, right? Uh And I'm always going to have a dog walker. Great. So the dog walker checks on me daily. So if I croak, right? I'm going to be there. We're going to the... Somebody's going to find me. I'll find your ass. Like, it'll be fine. Listen, this is what I'm trying to say. You got to find a bunch of friends that are cool with, like, getting old with you. And then, like, each one of you can die at random times. The, the lone ranger who's left can have all the fun things totally and then they Let's leave everything to them yeah like you get like when maria goes it's oh. like well i get her valentinos <laughs> and like then i take them you know yeah, like yeah. so <laughs> stop worrying about that shit yeah. and also like i think that was like it's like who's gonna take care of me when i'm old it's like ain't nobody taking care of also, your ass like no nurses listen tra- <laughs> charlie's fantastic right like I don't want him to change my diaper. Okay. Like, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, but not to be t- a total cynic, but like kids aren't always the best. They don't fucking, I'm sure no. Charles Manson, right? He was the son of somebody. That guy's a fucking <laughs> lunatic, right? Like who's he taking care of? So I'm just saying like, it's just not guaranteed. I think like you got to live for the now. You have to really fucking focus on what makes you happy and don't be afraid to do something that's I, I, not part of like the norm i also i want my children to be happy yeah and i want them to enjoy their life yeah i don't need to be a living parent when i'm older and then you know like they have to take care of me yeah no your kids have to take care of all of us that's the problem <laughs> that would be the issue <laughs> and like you know I don't need my kid telling me that I'm drinking too many gin martinis. Like, I yeah, just lay don't off. need it. Stop micromanaging me. Yeah. Like, did I take my pills today? I don't know, Charlie. I don't know. 
I can't remember. But I did have three martinis. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go to bed at 4.30. <laughs> so leave me alone. Bye. So that's the other thing too is you just don't worry about those things. You, you can have children in your life that are your babies yeah. too that maybe you didn't birth and you're not their parents but they're still your loved ones and they will love you forever and and like being an aunt and an uncle is the best it's, thing ever no it's, it's the i wouldn't best. say it's my, the best <laughs> it's oh it's my god great. i'm obsessed with my nieces and nephews that's great. great and i but like being an aunt i will say like if you're a young woman and you're really like one if you're on the fence about parenthood and you'll speak to this you really shouldn't do it, right? No. It should be a hundred percent or nothing, right? You gotta really feel ready yes. because th- that's the. Other I wouldn't thing. say ready, but like you a hundred percent want that, kids, want that, right? yeah, yeah. Because okay. you're never ready to have. Yeah, them. you're that's never ready. Right? It's like getting a dog, right? It's never. You're never time. ready. Yeah. You just gotta jump in, and right. take the plunge. But like, if you are fifty percent, I would say wait that out, right? See if it gets to a hundred, and then be okay being sort of uncomfortable and different in the sense that like a lot of people around you are going to start having kids and telling you how great it is and fucking all of this shit and stick with what's true to you. Yeah. Because the other thing is it's really great and it's amazing if you want that. Right. Because you're but the only one that's going to be really great and amazing if you actually don't, don't want, want it. it. Yeah. Cause if you don't want it, you're going to resent yes. whoever made you make that choice. Yeah. Or you're going to be mad at yourself. You're going to be mad at your partner. You're and you're going to be, be upset yeah. that you don't like being a mom and that you have weird conflicting feelings because yes. you love something more than you love yourself. Yes. But you, this is not what you wanted. Yeah. And so the return you gotta be policy on this is not great. <laughs> right. not it great. doesn't go back in there. <laughs> so you need to, but listen, like, so if you ever hear, and here's the thing, you don't want kids or maybe you don't want them go talk to maria mm-hmm. you want to be a mama come talk to me or vice versa right yeah like, yeah if you don't like a lot of my friends don't have kids yeah. a lot of them do not have kids yeah. and they they and i respect that and honestly it probably shows who i am that i hang out with people that don't have kids right because yeah. like i don't know maybe that's like what i get along with better yeah but um i you know i really i always knew i wanted kids you always knew you didn't both weirdly had miscarriages and that miscarriage let showed us, us in, what we wanted. Yeah. Let us and in different directions. Yeah. It made me say, okay, I don't want to go through that again, but I want it so bad. I'm going to try. And you were like, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck I'm that. not doing that again. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not, you do not need to have a miscarriage to make that choice, but <laughs> no. it's just, it's just like kind of ironic that that was a big telling. Yeah. Thing. And a pivotal point in both of our lives yeah. for different reasons, but yeah, it's amazing. So, and Side note, you can love children and not have them and not. Well, I was going to say you can love children and want them really bad and still be pro-choice. Oh, fuck. Yes. My body, my choice. Yes. <laughs> let's bring it back to that. Guys, okay. don't tell me to fucking have a baby. I don't want. Yeah. Like, seriously. But Zach just said your body, my choice. What? That's no. not the motto. <laughs> well, that is some people's motto. Yeah, unless you want to take care of this baby, don't make me have it. Yeah, let's start with gun laws and then we'll, <laughs> God, we'll, we'll move to yeah. whole another episode. And then we'll go. To but I think that was, yeah, I feel like I've said, said a lot. Your set, you yeah, said your piece? I said my piece on that. Yeah, I think just listen. I, I, I do it's, think it's always harder to be the like, def- I'm, I keep it's making not quotation defiant. marks yeah. because... 
I'm, I think you guys can see me. People would say, oh, they're defiant. Yeah. No, you're, you might be not what like society, like necessarily thinks the next steps are, but don't let that push you into a box. 1000%. There are people just like you who don't want kids. Yes. Find them. You just got to find those people. Yes. And if you can't find them, send me a DM. There are people (laughs) who are married who don't want kids. And there are people who are not married who don't want kids. There are people who are married who want kids. There's a whole slew of a lot of people. Yes. So you just find those people who want similar things as you and then talk it out. Yeah, it makes you feel less alone, and I think that's important as we, you know, evolve. So, yeah, amazing. Great conversation. Fuck. We're getting good at this. <sighs> I feel so smart. I feel Do you wonderful. feel smart? We feel are. We should, like, go speak at Harvard. <laughs> yeah, let's give a keynote. Okay, okay. <laughs> should we be, like, more like um, Miami Community <laughs> College? Uh, I was going to say, like, maybe community <laughs> I did go to community college, ACC, that's so, that's for good. one semester. Fantastic. We should look go speak there. Look, yes. It's in Durham. As <laughs> look where we ended up. They're going to be like, uh, More than sweat. We haven't said that sweat. name in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Ciao. And ladies. And everybody.